Welcome to the Fitbox Podcast. This is your host, Joseph Frankie. Glad you're here listening. On our podcast, we talk about two main things. First and foremost, we interview members of Fitbox so that way you can hear their stories about how they're repaying debt, how they're saving for retirement, buying homes, all this type of stuff really to give you motivation and some different ideas. That's the first thing we talk about. The second thing our podcast do is we take individual finance topics and go through them in more detail. So that way you can say, does this apply to me? And how does this apply to my plan? So if you have questions or you want to sign up for Fitbucks, you can do so in the show notes, fitbucks.com, build your profile, schedule a call. We'll be talking to you soon. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, welcome there as well. Today, we are going to be talking about how student loan interest works because there's a lot of confusion around this. A lot of people don't know what to do, how to cruise, which loans do what. So we're going to be talking about all the different loan types, how they accrue interest, do they accrue interest at all, what to do while you're in school, out of school, simple interest, compound interest, tax deductibility, everything about how student loan interest works. Before we jump into it, if you're listening on the podcast, as always, subscribe to the channel. If you're watching on YouTube, click the subscribe button. Uh, Again, it it helps us because it helps us grow. It helps you get notified when new content comes out. Also, share it with your friends because if you got these questions, I'm sure they do too. It's a win-win situation for everybody. So make sure you subscribe and let's jump into it student loan interest this is something that we've been getting asked about a lot over the last few years i've been holding off doing it because during covid uh, interest was non-existent so there wasn't really any reason to do it it was a simple answer but student loan repayment is going to be starting this year in 2023 so it's time to jump into it and figure it all out um it is going to depend uh on what type of loans you have uh federal versus private also Un, unsubsidized versus subsidized loans, those types of things where repayment plans are in, it's all going to differ. So we're going to break this up into chunks. Uh, we're going to start off like if you're in school, how does student loan interest work? And then we're going to go through like what happens once you're out of school as well. Uh, when you're in school, the most common thing, and this is true with federal loans or, or private loans, is that you will defer interest. Okay, so every month that you have your loans, and actually every day that you have your loans, you're charged interest on that loan, okay? So let's just say you take out $10,000, you're being charged interest every single day. Now, one of the big misconceptions on student loans are you'll hear like comments all the times in articles or whatnot of uh, people complaining about compounding interest. And if my interest just didn't compound, I'd be okay. Um, interest does not compound on student loans. It is simple interest, meaning this, okay? Like if I take out $10,000 and that's how much I have in loans and I'm going to use a hypothetical interest rate. Let's just say my interest rate is 5%, okay? That means if I have my loans for 12 months, I will accrue $500 of interest, okay? And that's it. So then I owe $10,000 that I took out and $500 of interest. If it was compounding every day and every month and every every week, ever the whole time interest would be accruing on interest. What does that mean? So like in my example, I accrued $500 of interest the first day or the first year, okay? The next year when I'm charged 5%, I'm not just charged 5% on $10,000, I'm charged 5% on $10,500. So it actually ballooned a lot more. Uh, 
And so with that, simple interest calculations save you guys a little bit of money. Okay, that's what that means. Now, those are all for any type of loans except for one. So if you're in school and you have a subsidized loan, what that means is that the government pays your interest while you are in school. So like if you take out $5,000 in a subsidized loan, you will owe $5,000 when you graduate, okay? Unfortunately, we can't take that much of uh, subsidized loans. So the bulk of your loans are probably gonna be unsubsidized loans. And so therefore, uh, there's a pecking order. Like if you're gonna go get federal loans, you always try to get subsidized loans first because they're cheaper because you don't have to pay the interest on them, right? So that's why you're in school, that is. So that's why you get subsidized first versus unsubsidized. Okay, that will save you a ton of money. Again, that's a mistake that I see a lot of people get. They can get subsidized loans and they don't do it for whatever reason. Make sure you get the subsidized loans first because again, you're not charged interest while you're in school. Now, after school, uh, this is an important concept to make or to really point out and understand because I see people make a, a big mistake on this a lot of time. When you graduate, whatever interest you owe is then added on to your loan balance. So going again, going back to um, my example where I have $10,000 and I'm charged 5%. So let's just say I have $10,000 that I owe in, in principal. That's the balance that I took out. Plus I have $500 of interest. After my six month grace period, I don't have to make payments on that. It's still accruing interest. But after that time period, they take the $500 and they add it to my loan balance. So that means at that point, I am being charged interest at that time, okay? And that's when I start making my payments. Now, the mistake that I see people make on that though is that they say, well, I don't want it to, to add on to my loan balance. So they try to pay off the accrued interest before it capitalizes. You still don't wanna do that either. If you're gonna make payments, you'd rather be strategic about it. So you either want to pay off the high interest rate loans first or you wanna pay off the low balance loans first. And even before that step, you need to figure out if you're paying off your loans or going on loan forgiveness, okay? Um, I'm not going to go deep into that on, on this podcast or this video. I'll put links in the podcast notes or in the video description <clears throat> to different videos and different articles and podcasts that actually describe like what is the high interest rate method like of targeting payoffs, how to decide forgiveness versus payoff. If you're interested in those, go to there and you know, check out those that content, okay? Um, however, <clears throat> if you are going to pay off your loans, paying off the accrued interest before it capitalizes is not a big deal at the end of the day. If you're going to make payments, again, just target the specific loan, you'll be better off in the long run on that. Okay. Now, how does student loan interest work once you're in repayment? This is where it can get a little bit uh, different for different types of loans as well. Okay. Traditionally, for most loans, every month, Every day, you're again, you're getting charged interest. So every month when you go to make your payment, part of your payment goes to principal. Part of your payment goes to interest. You have to pay the interest first. It is the law. And that's just not student loans. That's any type of loan you ever get. Okay. So a lot of times people sit there and be like, well, I don't want to pay my interest first. I want to pay off the, the balance first. And they're saying that because the faster you pay off your balance, the less interest you're charged over time. But it's like, no, 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 you can't do that. Like if you owe $50 in interest this month, you have to pay $50 in interest first before you can hit the principal, okay? That's why prepayments are so good is because you're hitting principal faster and you're not allowing the interest to, to build up on the account. 
And so that's how interest on most loan programs work is you're charged interest every day and then you have to pay the interest first before you can pay off principal. Okay. Now there's a little bit of a caveat to that. Okay. Um, if you have subsidized loans and you go on to revised pay as you earn, that's one of the loan forgiveness income driven repayment plans uh, for federal loans. Then for the first three years of those plans, they don't accrue interest on them. Okay. That's the way they work right now. They may be changing in a few months, but that's the way they work right now. So that's the one little caveat on that. But for most of you, you graduate. Once you're in a repayment, it's going to be being charged interest every day. And when you make your payments, you have to pay down the interest first. Okay. Now, another caveat, when you're on an income-driven repayment plan, the interest also works a little bit different. So like if I'm on pay as you earn, public service loan forgiveness, income-based repayment, let's just say my interest every month that I'm charged as it adds up, I owe like $600 in interest a month, let's just say. But based on those plans, my payments might only be like $200 a month. Well, if that's the case, like if my interest is $600, but I'm only paying $200, that $400 of interest that I'm not paying gets added onto my loan balance, okay? So what happens when you're in schools, you're deferring interest because you're not making any payments. That's why your loan balance goes up on how much you owe. If you're on an income driven repayment plan, the same thing happens because your payment might not necessarily cover the interest that you're charged. So it goes up and up and up. And then after 20 years, when your loans are forgiven or 25 years, when your loans are forgiven, it's for everything's forgiven, the interest you owe and the principal that you owe. Okay. And then you just pay a tax on it. All right. But that is how interest works on those specific plans. Um, now, I also get asked all the time about uh, how does student loan interest work for tax deductions? Okay. Um, so in the past, you can write off interest on a student loan, uh, but there's a cap. It's uh, $2,500 is the last time I checked. It's been a while. It's been like two or three years since I checked because uh, nothing's happened with interest since COVID hit. Uh, but the last I checked, it's still $2,500. I don't think they raised that. So I'm pretty confident that it's $2,500. That's the most you can write off, but there's also income limits on that. So once you get past a certain threshold of income, you can no longer write off any of the interest at all. Okay. Um, that's one of the things I, I often say when people say like, how, how would you change student loans? What things would you potentially do? One of the big ones would be to be able to write off all the interest. Anything that you pay in interest, write it off, right? So you don't have to pay taxes on it. That's what that means, all right? So to summarize how student loan interest works, when you're in school, you're not making payments, you're getting charged every day, so the interest continues to grow. It is simple interest, not compound. The only exception to that is subsidized loans, okay? After school, your interest will capitalize, meaning it will be being charged interest at that point once you enter repayment, okay? If you're on a normal payoff strategy, you have to pay interest first before principal. Um, and then if you're on an income-driven repayment plan, any interest you're not paying every month continues to grow onto your loan uh, balance and you'll continue to owe it until it's forgiven on the income-driven repayment plan. Tax deduction, tax deduction up to a certain amount. And that's our quick podcast, our quick video for today about how student loans work, specifically how does the interest work on these things. Hopefully, you guys, you take advantage of that. Again, one of the key things, if you're in school, try to get subsidized loans first because it's cheaper. 
So get those first. And then when you graduate, figure out which payment plan you want to go on. If you guys need help, you know where to get it, fitbucks.com. We have the financial planning technology for young professionals. It's primarily centered around student loans and how it plays a role in everything else, home buying and all that stuff. So if you need help, reach out to us, fitbucks.com, and we'll be talking to you soon.